Do you travel for a living and struggle to maintain a healthy lifestyle like I do? Or maybe you just struggle to maintain a healthy lifestyle in general. This is the Road to Health podcast and I am Tamar, your host for this adventure. I travel for business often, which presents some challenges in terms of achieving and maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Join me on my perfectly imperfect journey as I implement the strategies I've learned from the coaches I work with and interview on my show to lose 40 pounds by June 1st, 2020. I don't always manage to resist the temptations that come from traveling for business, but by working on a few key areas of my mental and physical health, I'm managing to get healthier as I go. No one needs to take this journey alone. So if you struggle to make healthy choices on the road like I do, join me for this ride on the road to health. Well-traveled, well-lived. Are you someone looking for ways to bring some added health benefits into your life? Hey guys, Tamar here from the Road to Health podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. But before we get into today's episode, I wanted to give you a quick update because I realize I haven't done so in a while and it's almost the end of June. I My goal was to lose 40 pounds and I am 10 pounds away, which you know what? In the past, I probably would have been disappointed and just given up by now and thought, ah, screw it. I'm not going to carry on, but I'm not going to. I know that realistically, I will probably not hit the full 40, but the fact that I'm only 10 pounds away, I would say the biggest win I've had is I haven't had any sugar or very limited amounts that's in food since February and that has to be a new world record for me. I feel like I'm more in control of what I eat. I have been a lot more open-minded since February since I started on Deeper State Keto. Um, I've kind of stalled in the weight loss over the last four weeks, I'd say three to four weeks, uh, because what I'm doing right now is the offboarding part of the program. And so what that means is I hit my low in calories and macros, and now I'm gradually starting to work my way up again to a very healthy calorie intake, and that will kind of get my uh, metabolism all stoked again. So it it's been a really interesting process. It was difficult at times because I did get very low, but it was very controlled. It was a um, it was a great system, and I just want to thank all the guys over at Deeper State Keto because they they helped. You know, there's a community within the course that you can get feedback, and you know, Robert uh, Sykes and Brandon Clark. And they have a number of other coaches in there. They were just so willing to help with every single question I had. So overall, it was an absolute fantastic experience. If you're interested in learning more, you can go to deeperstateketo.com and you can sign up. And yeah, it's uh, it was definitely a way for me to eliminate sugar in my life. So I did go out for a dessert. Um, I don't generally make keto desserts only because I know that there's a fine line that I can cross if they're too good, uh, which will give me those same feelings is basically when I have a drink, right? You're tempted. And anyway, I went out, but I went out with purpose. I knew what I was going to do. I enjoyed every single bite of it. I ate the dessert. So I don't think I've eaten a dessert actually, to be honest, so slowly ever because I just wolf it down And, you know, last night I went out with some amazing friends. We went to go celebrate and it was just, it was so good taking my time and just eating it and enjoying it and not worrying about getting it in as quickly as possible because you know what? I wasn't missing out on anything. I could just enjoy the moment, which is also a win in my eyes. So um, one of the other things I wanted to talk about is lately, as you probably know, I've been writing my new book called Hope Elevated which is going to release on July 14th through Amazon. On that day and that day only, the book will be available for 99 cents uh, US, I believe. Canada, I think it's going to be a buck 30. But make sure you go to amazon.ca or amazon.com and you pick up my new copy. So 
One of the questions that's been asked is, I wrote the book fairly quickly, but I did so because early 2019, I actually developed the habit of waking up earlier. Um, For myself, I don't know if you can relate, but if I set things up to be completed in the afternoon, the gym was one of those things. I typically didn't end up doing it because I was tired or life happened or I needed to go somewhere else. And so anything that I really planned in the afternoon, it was kind of a crapshoot as to whether I did it or not. And so one of the things I worked on was my morning routine, even though I didn't love getting up early. It was a struggle for me years before because I've done the whole workout thing in the morning and it didn't sit well. I didn't like it. And I just really wanted that extra sleep. Well, I decided early 2019 that I'm worth it and I wanted to make the effort to do everything I could to get me to where I wanted to be in life. And so I decided to give this morning routine a shot. I actually was inspired by Hal Elrod's The Morning Miracle. If you haven't picked up that book, I suggest you do so. But I started to incorporate more things into my routine. And of course, exercise was one of those things. Well, Because I have implemented the habit of waking up so early and I've done it for so long, my body now just naturally gets up. So I knew that writing this book around a full-time career was going to be incredibly difficult because I also have the show to record and other things to do in my day. And I just made a commitment to myself that every morning I was going to wake up and I was going to work on that book for a few hours. And I really love the morning time now, I find that when I give myself that time in the morning before anybody else has woken up or I'm not bothered, nobody's phoning me, nobody's interrupting because there is literally nothing that will come in the way of that two hours in the morning that I've scheduled to do things for myself. And so I really encourage you if you know, you're looking to achieve some goals or you're frustrated right now because you feel like there's not enough time in the day you know, give it a try for a month. Let yourself do what you absolutely love first thing in the morning. And it's actually amazing how much you can get done in those hours before anybody wakes up. And what I also find is in the evening, because you've already completed all that stuff, what's important to you because you're worth it, it doesn't become a burden in the afternoon. You don't have to worry about it if you just want to go home and go watch a show and go to bed early it's all good, you know, and I do go to bed really early. It is part of why I've been able to pull off what I've been able to do is because I've just started to set certain priorities. Now, I do know that that's not always possible for parents because you guys have like basically three full-time jobs, but um, I I highly recommend that if you're looking to become more productive or, or you're looking to get things done a little bit easier, or you need to open up some of that time for yourself try getting up a little bit early, you know, and go gradually a month, maybe go 30 minutes early. And then once you're used to that, go an hour early. And I can tell you that when I spend mornings, even if I'm not doing a ton of stuff, and I just sit and actually enjoy a good cup of coffee or whatever you have in the morning, it just it gives me some me time, right? It starts my day off, right? Listen to a podcast, you can listen to my podcast if you so choose but do something that's good for you. But I hope that helps. It, it was uh, asked how I'm getting this done so quickly. And so I just wanted to share my key is getting things done first thing in the morning. So as I mentioned earlier, my book Hope Elevated is going live and launching July 14th. 2020 and I'm really excited. I'm nervous. Uh, this has been an emotional roller coaster having to dig up the past. There's a lot of things that I've since hidden away and it's been very therapeutic and healing because I guess I really didn't think about how much shame I was still carrying around with me because everything that I had been ashamed that I had done, I've kind of buried away because over the last eight years, I've really been working to create a better life for myself. But that being said, sometimes when we cover all that bad stuff up with the good, we haven't actually dealt with any of the shame that we have or the guilt. So I find that this has been not only a nerve-wracking, therapeutic, scary, you know, what am I doing at times journey, um, it's been one that I'm incredibly grateful for. I can't thank 
all of you who have been supporting me in this journey because it's it's uh it wasn't easy to do I you know it there was a lot of tears that came out of writing this book but I'm excited to see what you think and I'm also you know if you know somebody who's struggling either in the areas of addiction or body shame or obesity or you know just in uh, feeling good about themselves in general you know those people who are always down on themselves and don't think that they can achieve more in life make sure you get them a copy of the book and I would absolutely love it if on July 14th you went over to amazon.ca or amazon.com wherever you live and you downloaded the book Hope Elevated. Um, it is my dad's birthday. It's a special day so I will be focusing on the launch. It'll be 99 cents in the US and then I think it's $1.20 or $1.30 up in Canada. So I would absolutely love it if you could help support me on July 14th, 2020 when my book Hope Elevated goes live. Okay, well, that all being said, that's not the reason we're here today. Today, we are here because I got to sit down with my friend Amy Marble from Young Living Essential Oils. Um, if you missed it, if you go to my Facebook page, The Road to Health Podcast, Amy did a Facebook Live uh, a couple months ago. And she talked about the benefits of using essential oils in our lives. Now, I hadn't started using essential oils until probably about a year ago. And I, I didn't realize until after I spoke to Amy and many other people who actually were really into essential oils um, that you got to use the good stuff. And I have since found, since I've started uh, buying all my stuff from Young Living Essential Oils, that it really did make a difference, but I, I started using them because I was looking for ways to help me improve my sleep, uh, get more relaxed because some days can be really stressful and also give me more energy. And by actually using a proper um, system and proper oils, it's actually helped me so, so much. I sleep so much better today. I know that, you know, when I'm doing my med meditation, I throw in some uh, right now I'm using the citrus oil and it just makes me feel good and it really helps. So there are so many other ways that you can use essential oils, but I'm going to let Amy explain that. Amy is a educator, an advocate of living cleaner, a more simplified holistic lifestyle. She's also a network marketing leader, a speaker, and a business and health coach. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope you learn so so much just like I did. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us. I'm really excited because I have Amy Marble with me today. How you doing, Amy? Oh good. Thank you for having me. So you are a global leader, a speaker, a business coach, an educator, an advocate of living a cleaner, more simple, holistic lifestyle. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I, I must be what, like uh, 70 years old, 80 years? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, creeping up on 90, almost there. You've almost achieved everything. So why don't you tell our listeners who you are, you know, tell us a bit about yourself. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I am a mom of four children, uh, happily married. Uh, I just entered into my 40s, so I'm early 40s. And it's been an amazing adventure. So um, I always jokingly say that my life is a true testament of you don't know what you don't know <laughs> and uh, figuring everything out along the way. And so that probably is a good summary of, of um, where I'm at right now and where I'm going. I love to learn. I just love to learn. Yeah. So, yeah. I do, I do too. So you know, what inspired you to become who you are today? You know, when did things start for you? You know, what was your life like? Yeah, well, I mean, I I grew up, uh, I, I'm, I'm from a whole family. So my parents are still married, which I think is pretty abnormal for this day and age. Um, pretty great childhood. It felt very loved. Um, but I really didn't understand the importance of health that was not something that was emphasized growing up. And again, like my parents didn't know what they didn't know. So, um, you know, we were eating tube steaks and Yum. <laughs> I know, right. Uh, bologna sandwiches and lots of things that, um, 
you know, didn't necessarily promote good health. I won't say that my family was super unhealthy, uh, but we just didn't have a lot of the practices and fundamentals. I didn't learn how to cook from scratch. I didn't learn how to do a lot of those things. Um, and then as my journey evolved, um, gosh, my husband and I are very active and we started helping with a lot of youth and college age students. And so we were that stereotypical um, family that would buy monsters by the case at Costco and, you know, all the things that you're being lied to and told that you need to function and not realizing that if you just got healthy, you would have that energy. Um, and so a lot of, a lot of the inspiration that I have found to make these lifestyle changes and truly step into who I was created to be and become the best version of myself has been my, my journey with using, you know, natural plant-based products, understanding the difference in the switch, um, using essential oils and a lot of the, um, the people that I've met along the way, the people that I would actually make fun of and call them the crunchy granola super freaks. <laughs> oh, and now I'm one of them. It's great. So. <laughs> I know, right? It's amazing how things change. Oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So a lot of those relationships have really inspired me. So I just didn't understand uh, that my body was being exposed to a lot of things that I was choosing to expose it to, you know, like the monsters or uh, the Clorox cleaning wipes and the Glade plugins and, you know, the, even the medications that I was taking for my allergies. I had no idea that my body was having to overcompensate and spend even more energy having to compensate being exposed to those things that really were never we were never created to be processing that stuff, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. And so my life has completely changed because of it. Yeah, it sounds like it. And I love what you said about, you know, looking at those people that we surround ourselves with today. I mean, you and I met through, you know, the all the different communities that we're a part of. And I think one of the biggest um, motivators for me is actually starting to surround myself with people who are doing what I want. Yes. and that are encouraging and it's like hey you know what i'll help you do this and yes it's such a life it's it's life-changing like my last year it's been incredible oh it's so amazing if you are conscious over who you're surrounding yourself with and the environment that you're in i mean you you know you're when you're little you're told all the time it's a lot easier for people to pull you down than somebody to raise you up um but it is so true so yeah, all the relationships and super blessed that we got to know each other too. So I am love too. the connection. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what inspired you to become a business and health coach? Well, um, I think a lot of it was just knowing where I came from because I didn't know anything. I didn't understand what organic really was. Um, I knew greenwashing a I knew greenwashing existed and I think that's why I poo-pooed the whole thing and just made fun of it all because I just kind of chalked it up to, ah, everybody's crazy. It really doesn't make that big of a difference. Um, and I think really what it was is just understanding, well, if that was me and I didn't know what I didn't know, how many people are in that exact place? And I was learning that the more I learned and started just being real and raw and vulnerable, um, and even in not knowing and asking questions like, oh my gosh, that's really interesting. You make your own kombucha, you know, a SCOBY, what's a SCOBY? You know, just having just this constant state of curiosity and choosing not to be embarrassed because I don't know what I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, I think that has just really helped and added um, in a sense, like an attractability, because I think when you're vulnerable and real and honest and you're hungry to learn more people, like you said, people come alongside and they just want to help. I truly believe at the core of it all, 
people are only trying to do the best that they can at the end of the day. And if they can put aside their fears and their embarrassments and their, you know, um, preconceived notions and just focus on what's in their heart, that's what manifests truly. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens is when you're vulnerable and you're in front of somebody and you're like, I don't understand that. How does this work? A lot of times they're not threatened anymore. They're not being subconscious of how do I look? How do I sound? I don't want to be an idiot. I don't want people to judge me. And they're just consumed with contribution and helping, mm-hmm. you know, and it truly brings out the best in them. And it brings out the best in me because I'm learning all these amazing things. Yeah. And so I think a lot of it is just going through that journey and seeing how much people are drawn to learning through watching somebody else learn. Mm-hmm. And so I've literally built an amazing business just doing that. Yeah. And that's something that I'm doing currently because yeah. I never realized that my story and sharing my experience would make me a good life coach. You know, I I had years ago, I had this doubt where I'm like, well, I can't do that. Like my story isn't that big. But, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine about, you know, just the yo-yo dieting. And I mean, I took it to the extreme. I was in Weight Watchers at one point and I did really well for a month, but then I'm like, well, that doesn't work for being an alcoholic. And so I thought, how can I manipulate it? Right. And you know, actually saying the words out loud. I I was interviewed a few weeks ago as well. And I talked about it. And the interviewer was like, you could have died, you know, because I was taking diet pills, I was malnourished, I was drinking Red Bulls every day. And then on top of that, saving my room for anywhere from six to 18 beers. Right. And it's like that now I've come to realize when I can talk openly and be vulnerable. And you know, this morning, I recorded an episode on depression. It's like if I can talk to someone and I can give one other person hope and they're in the same position that I was in and they can go, okay, you know what? She made through it. Maybe I can get through it. I think that's what this whole coaching business is about. And our experience is like just what we've been through is the best experience that anybody could have, like an education, not that it doesn't matter, but I always thought I have to go get an education. Well, I can read as many books as I want. But actually being an ex-alcoholic, that's what allows me to relate with someone else who's going through the same struggles as I am. Yeah, so good. And I've seen your before and after pictures, by the way. What (laughs) an amazing transformation. Good job. Thank you. And, you know, that's been because I've been open-minded and finally didn't close myself off to there's just one way of doing it. Right. You know, because everybody's body is so different. And you know, speaking of ways of doing things. So you and I had a, the first time we chatted, we chatted about <laughs> essential oils. And I remember telling you, yeah, I have this lavender oil. And I, I had showed you and you're like, oh, Tamar, and you call it Velveeta. So let's yeah. talk about essential oils because I finally have my good essential oil. I have my nice Dutch cheese, my Gouda, so to speak. (laughs) Um, So why are essential oils so important? And why should people incorporate that into their lifestyle? Yeah, you know, I mean, I I think it just kind of if you take the history, and you go back through time, and you understand the science and biology of um, our bodies, you know, and also take a look at plants and botanicals and, and that kind of thing as well as the development of medicine, right? And so if you strip everything away and you go all the way to the very, very beginning, and for those of you who are believers, you probably remember um, in the Bible in Genesis, it talks about the the fruit and the leaves of the trees and the um, plants are going to be your food and your medicine. And so if you look at the development of medication, and the history of doctors, which were called medicine men or, you know, wherever you're at in the timeline of history, um, really what they were, were herbalists. They studied plants and, and, and trees and fruit and leaves and, and how your body responded. Mm-hmm. And so if you go back to the baseline and understand too, that plants, they don't have legs. They can't get up and move right? That's true. (laughs) 
So when plants were created, um, you know, depending on what your belief system is or, or so on and so forth, I, I believe that God created plants and, and, and animals and all of that. But when, when God created a plant, the plant was created with everything that it needs. So it doesn't matter what's going on in the world. It doesn't matter what bacteria. It doesn't matter if COVID-19 is coming in. It doesn't matter any of those things because it has its essence, um, which is basically essential oil inside that plant that gives it everything that it needs to be able to restore and stay healthy and fight against naturally whatever's coming at it. Because like I said, it can't just get up and walk away and move. Right. And so if you understand that same concept and the science behind it, when you're using the essence of those plants, the essential oils, and you're rubbing it on and you're breathing it in and you're getting all those molecules to infiltrate your body, um, it does the very same things. And so when you can understand that, then it really does start to help you open your eyes and look at a more holistic approach, if that makes sense. It does. And so right now, obviously, with this virus going around, um, there's a lot of talk about what can help boost your immune system, not only with what you eat, but now with essential oils. So, um, you know, what kind of oils could you use to boost your immune system? Absolutely. Well, there's quite a few things that you can do. Um, Whenever we're wanting to boost our immune system, no matter what's going on, our first choice is almost always thieves oil. It's a blend. So it's a wonderful blend oil that um, really truly does help your body's immune system get boosted. Um, And then they take that same oil and have developed cleaning products and hand sanitizer. Um, And you can, you can Google search thieves like Kids have done science fair experiments and won awards doing it, putting the thieves in the Petri dish and, you know, seeing that it doesn't grow any bacteria when thieves has been in it, but when it's been exposed to, you know, like the controls, you know, all of that. So it's really interesting to know that you can utilize that. You can put it in a diffuser and breathe it in. You can rub it on your body. You can make sure that you're cleaning with it using the hand sanitizers, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I were to pick one oil, it would be a blend, which is Thieves for sure. Okay, yeah. well, I'm definitely, I, I'm definitely ordering that. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you traveled a lot. Um, yes. We've talked a little bit about that. So I know that part of my journey is learning to adapt to life on the road and sleeping well. And it was a real challenge at first. And I finally fine tuned it to a point where as soon as this isolation came in, I just started doing the exact same things at home. And so the transition was easy, which, you know, by promoting what I'm doing on the road, if, you know, people are taking anything out of it, they can utilize that at home too. They don't have to travel for business, but how do you manage to stay healthy and get sleep and do all that stuff that can be a struggle on the road? How do you, how do you do it? Yeah. Um, well, I really try and take very extra caution of keeping my gut health, um, healthy and balanced. So a lot of people don't realize that it, it takes, um, a really great balance, a, a, a percentage of 80 to to 20% of good bacteria to bad bacteria to keep your gut healthy. And so in, in order to keep my gut healthy, I'm taking probiotics and prebiotics. A lot of people don't realize that you're supposed to take your probiotics at night when you go to bed. So that's like a big thing is I take my probiotics at night. Um, I'm trying to flood my body with as many antioxidants as possible. Um, so one of my choices, our whole family's choices is we drink, um, it's this, uh, nature red wolf berry drink, and it has the highest antioxidant levels. If you look at the ORAC score, literally has the highest antioxidant levels available in anything out there. And it's really good too. It tastes really yummy. So I usually drink about, uh, two ounces of that every day. When I know I'm getting ready to travel, I'll up it and I'll probably do four to six ounces. And same thing, if I fall below the wellness line, my normal routine is to drink two ounces every day. If I fall below the wellness line, I up it. I'm probably going to be drinking four to six. Um, I also know that um, 
depending on where I'm traveling, um, I will start to boost my immune system with certain essential oils. Uh, there's a really great supplement with essential oils um, that I take called Inner Defense. Um, and it has oregano in it. It has uh, cinnamon bark. It has, you know, it has all the good stuff in it. Um, so I'll start taking that um, probably about three or four days before I go. And then, of course, I've got my thieves oil. So I'm rolling it on my neck when I'm on my plane. They have the thieves um, cough drops. So I'm sucking on that. Like right now with everything that's going on, um, they've got the cough drops. I don't have a cough. But when I'm going to the store, I'm sucking on the cough drop. Yeah. Because I'm just making sure I'm keeping everything clean and, and boosted. Um so I'm doing a lot of those things, um, lots of hand sanitizer. I'm using that. Sleep, I'm trying to make sure that I'm getting a lot of sleep. So there are quite a few oils that can help support sleep, lavender and cedarwood. A lot of people hear about those, um, but there's some really great blends. Um, so I'll use a tranquil roller and roll tranquil on the bottoms of my feet or rutavala. That's another you know, great blend that I'll utilize. Um, and then I really like, there's a, a couple supplements that I'll take. Um, Sleep Essence is another supplement that's infused with essential oils. So it's really healthy. Um, and what a lot of people don't realize is when you're taking a supplement, if it's infused with essential oils, it's actually more bioavailable for your body. So not to totally geek out and make all the listeners eyes glaze and totally lose interest, but um, basically what it does is when you're taking a supplement, your body can really only process and absorb about 20%, right? So when it's infused with essential oils, your body can actually absorb like 80%. So you're really getting your money's worth when you're taking an essential oil that's infused with, or I mean a supplement infused with essential oil. So I like sleep essence. And then there's another supplement that I take that's a chewable called Immupro. And it has just enough natural melatonin. And I have to emphasize that because a lot of times people don't realize in things that they're taking, they're taking a synthetic version, if you will. So this is natural and it's just enough to assist your body, but not enough to make your body crave it and be dependent upon it, if that makes any sense as well. Um, so yeah, I'm just making sure my gut health is good and I'm getting good sleep. You know, and if you can balance that, you're going to have all the energy that you want. You're going to, your immune system's going to stay boosted. Um, all those things that people don't realize that they're all so interconnected and they support each other. Right. And then how do you incorporate that in with like nutrition and stuff? Because I've had to learn the hard way that, you know, <laughs> I've been playing around with intermittent fasting and calorie cycling and carb cycling because all of those have played a big role in helping me you know, manage my meals. And if, if I know I'm going to have a heavier dinner, then I make sure I do the fasting. Yeah. And it's really, all this has given me just tools that I can utilize. But, you know, when I eat heavy carbs the next day, I, you know, well, that night I don't get a good yeah. sleep. The next day I wake up and I'm like, oh, I need some energy. So <laughs> I turn to the coffee and I, you know, I don't do the Red Bull anymore. I finally given that up. But, you know, I, I find that, and I've, I talked to someone who specialized in sleep, that it really does affect our sleep. And then if we don't get enough rest, it affects us the next day and we make terrible choices. So how do you incorporate nutrition on the road? Because it does play a big part of what happens to you when you travel. Yeah, yeah. So um, I make sure that I pack lots of snacks because um, I find I make poor decisions when I'm hangry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, and it's a lot more tempting to indulge and overindulge because when you're traveling, you want to try new and different things and, and it's fun to indulge in that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're not hungry and starving, your indulgence is usually a taste. You know what I mean? And so I always try to make sure that when I'm, I'm traveling, um, and if it's international or not, um, obviously individually packaged items really help go through customs. Um, but I always just try and make sure that I have, you know, like, uh, nuts and, and berries and, you know, trail mix and bars. And, um, I take these really yummy shakes. So when I'm traveling for work, a lot of times, especially conferences, you know, I have to get up and I've got to be there at like 8am. And that means I have to start getting ready and 
drive and maneuver through a town that I'm not used to. So um, breakfast is something that I'll skip quite often, or I will overindulge at Starbucks <laughs> because they've got really yummy bakery mm-hmm. items there, you know? So what I've started to do is um, there's these really yummy shakes that Young Living has, which is called Balance Complete or Pure Protein Chocolate, Pure Protein Vanilla Spice, um, and even Sleek. So if you're into weight loss and, and that kind of thing, they have a meal replacement um, called Sleek. So they've got these little powders and uh, the Sleek one comes individually packaged. So that's great for traveling. But what I do is I take my shaker bottle um, with me on my trips and I scoop out two scoops of my balance complete or whatever shake that I'm wanting. And um, I'm putting it in little travel Ziploc bags. I mean, people probably think I'm traveling around with drugs because it looks like powder, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, pay no attention to what's in my suitcase. Um, but I will put individual servings in those Ziplocs and take them with me. And then all I need is bottled water and I just pour bottled water in my shaker bottle. I unzip my pouch and I shake it up. And then if I'm going, I'm not, if I, if I can get my hands on something from, you know, say Starbucks or running at a, a, a restaurant or, or what have you, I'm just getting nibbles. I'm not famished, so I'm not overindulging as much, if that makes sense. So just making sure I don't let my stomach go empty. And then the other thing too is, um, you know, to help continue to support my gut health and, and all of that, I'm taking enzymes too. So mm-hmm. I'm doing enzymes usually before lunch and, and, and dinner. So those two main meals every day. And what they do is they help break down my food. Um, they help me process it quicker. Um, and depending on what enzymes you're using, if you're having any kind of like dairy sensitivity or gluten intolerance or something like that, if you're using, um, you know, a specific type of enzyme, um, it can actually help your body to break it down and process it quicker. So you're not having those reactionary type of things that, that usually present after you've exposed yourself to the stuff that you know you're not supposed to be exposed to. So doing that, and then that actually, I mean, okay, I'm going to go there. That usually helps me poop a little bit better. I don't know if I can say that. You can but... totally say that. It's an adult thing. It was one of those things I never wanted to talk about, but we all do it. <laughs> we do. And you got to stay regular. Well, and when you travel, it's so hard. It is so hard. So I find that if I'm making sure that I'm making good decisions, and even when I'm not, if I'm taking an enzyme before I eat lunch and before I eat dinner, usually 20, 30 minutes, my bowel movements are regular. I can actually have regular bowel movements because let's just face it, when we're traveling, usually there's not a whole lot of regularity going on, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? It's funny because when I first started traveling for business years ago, it would be days and I'm like, what's wrong with me? I can't go. Yeah. You know, and it's funny we're talking about this because it was, it was something that I never wanted to talk about, but it's like, you know what, everybody, and then I'd start, you know, friends would be like, yeah, it's been a few days. I'm traveling. Does this happen to you? I'm like, yes. So (laughs) now it doesn't because of the way I'm eating and you know what I'm doing for myself. But yeah, that's, that's hilarious that you mentioned that because it's so true. It is so true. So, but yeah, so those are some of the tips that I do when I'm traveling and, um, they've, they've worked very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it, the, just the little changes that you make by carrying mm-hmm. stuff around with you. I've, I've had to do that too, because, yeah. and even if I'm going out for a dinner that I know that we might indulge, I'll have some sort of a, you know, I'd carry RX bars with me. I'll have one before I go in because then I'm more likely to go, okay, well, I might have a burger, but I'm going to have a salad instead of the fries that I crave because I'm just not as hungry. It's a lot less tempting that way. Exactly. Yeah. No, last year in 2019, I think I was traveling, I want to say like 97 days out of the year on the road. Wow. And for the most part, I was able to be regular. I was able to maintain proper sleep cycles, balance my gut health, have energy, my immune system, all of that. Um, Just very, very, very blessed in the fact that this journey has opened up my eyes and ears to things that, you know, I wasn't aware of before. Yeah, totally. So you had mentioned in the beginning that you spent some time in New Zealand. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? 
Yeah, no, that was um, that was an amazing opportunity. Really, um, we were we were asked to go down there to help uh, a local community make connections uh, because that is what my husband and I, if you will, specialize in. Um, and so our family of six packed up everything and moved down to New Zealand and uh, were there for almost three years. When we moved there, our children were two, four, six, and eight. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> So we had a lot of stuff going on, um, but it was an amazing opportunity to go down there, um, dive into a completely different culture, uh, give our kids an opportunity to be a little bit more globally aware, if you will. Um, sometimes, sometimes we have a habit of becoming quite, um, you know, just absorbed in our own little bubble, and we just think wherever we're at, that's basically the whole world, if you will. Yeah. Um, so they went through the school system there. Um, we learned how to cook all kinds of yummy foods. We were exposed to all kinds of things that um, we'd never been exposed to. So it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds amazing, especially with four kids. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were kind of a hot mess, but uh, people, <laughs> we provided lots of free entertainment. Let's just say that. So, I bet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I see some of the pictures you post on Facebook and I love them because it's always oh. you and the family and doing fun things. And yeah. I think that's important. And, you know, especially right now, because it's such a bizarre time. It is. And, you know, having to do, you know, like the weddings and stuff like that, just yeah. things that normally you could have hundreds of people at. And and you just yeah. can't. So you have to find ways to adapt. And it seems like you and your family have been adapting really well. Yeah. I mean, we have, we are so blessed. Um, we're so blessed at having our eyes open to perspective. I think that's what it is, is yeah. um, we're not blessed any more than anyone else. Um, but we are blessed in opening our minds to understanding that we have a choice in the perspective that we see everything in. Um, and we can choose to be disappointed. We can choose to um, look at it from a negative standpoint, but um, what we do is, is try and look at it from the best possible way we can. So, you know, you'd mentioned my, my son um, got married two weeks ago. And so he had a wedding of 200 and something people out in the woods at a cabin, like destination kind of wedding. Yeah. Um, and it ended up being a beautiful backyard intimate moment with just her parents and siblings, immediate siblings, you know, Yeah. and uh, my husband and I, and, you know, obviously our kids, his siblings, you know, yeah. um, and it was unbelievably perfect. Yeah. Which you wouldn't expect, but we were there. We were in the moment. We laughed and we just embraced it for what it was. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the only thing that really matters is who you're with and what you're choosing to put your eyes on. And so that's what we did for the day. And it was wonderful. Yeah. And what a memory. I mean, getting married during this time, COVID-19 and it ends up you don't have to worry about other people you don't have to worry about you know it's it it I think this has really been um I hate to say it but I believe everything happens for a reason and yeah. I know it's terrible for some people and a lot of people are struggling with loss of jobs and I really feel for those kind of people but in a way this has forced us to kind of look at the values that people used to you know my mom's yeah. mentioned it before she's like we used to all get together on you know birthdays or celebrations and now as a society we don't do that anymore no. you know we take people for granted and this is kind of forcing us to get back to simplicity i know well and just just take for an example just take for an example the question how are you before all of this People would ask, how are you? And you didn't really stop to listen. I mean, hopefully you did, but most people <laughs> didn't, you know, and now it's not like, oh, hey, how are you? Now it's, hey, how are you? Mm -hmm. And we're stopping to listen. We want to know. We're trying to connect and our attention is on connection yeah. and we're intentionally connecting, if you will. Um, I, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I think... 
obviously there's there are people who are being impacted in, in a major way and i definitely don't want to make light of that but at the same time we've created space to really look at what matters yeah and get back to the basics and i think that's a beautiful thing yeah i agree with you so what are you know i have uh five tips to stay in positive while working from home because i you know i'm I'm lucky enough that when I travel and come home, I can spend half my time in the office and half the time at home. So I've adapted to that. Yeah. But a lot of people are struggling with it because <laughs> it's really hard to be effective and efficient yeah. when you're at home looking out the window going, oh, it's another sunny day. I wish I was out and about. And so how are you staying positive through all this? What are some things that you're doing? Well, um, I think, I think, uh, some of the main things are obviously I'm using essential oils. So I'm diffusing certain oils that are known to give you energy and focus and stuff like that. Um, some really great blends. I love abundance. I love the abundance oil blend. Um, I actually will wear that one as perfume and it's obviously with intention too. So um, when I'm putting it on, I have, you know, an affirmation that, you know, I'm living an abundant life and I'm choosing to be abundantly blessed while I'm abundantly blessing others. And I'm going to step into an abundance of um, connection an abundance of love, you know, um, and just being intentional with my thoughts as I'm doing that, diffusing it in the air and, you know, other things, something as simple as like lemon and peppermint, that combo, oh my gosh, that gives you so much energy and you can stay focused. Um, the other thing too, is I try and break up my day in like 45 minute intervals, if you will. Um, and set timers if you need to. So your brain really can only function and concentrate um, for about 45 minutes, even speaking, right? When you're listening to somebody, you've basically got a 45 minute window before you need a break. Right. And so I will um, get up and, you know, go to the bathroom, stretch, go get a snack. Um, I've got a playlist on my phone on Spotify um, that I call Dance Party. And it's basically my own personal dance party and I'll crank up the music and they're all songs that just really speak to my soul, but they're an upbeat tempo and they just get my body moving. So even if I'm just sitting in my chair and I'm bouncing along and, and that kind of thing, music just really taps into my soul, if you will. Mm. So like intervaling my day, 45 minutes, music, essential oils, um, trying to make healthy choices. Um, cause if I don't, um, it, it tends to impact everything else that I'm doing. So yeah, I think those are probably the main ones. Right. So I know a lot of people, myself included, I'm very fortunate that I still have a full-time day job and I love what I do, but it's also given me an opportunity to develop my coaching business and yeah. do courses and stuff, which I love to do. But I think there is a huge focus right now on people pivoting in their life and having yeah. to move to an online business. So, you know, I've re recently purchased, you know, essential oils and I'm super excited about that and super excited to promote it to people who actually want to buy them. Yeah. But not only that, but you're a business coach. I am. So for those people that are kind of stuck right now and thinking, well, what am I going to do? Um, how can people get a hold of you and what can you offer for them? Because this is something that's a fantastic product. I have a lot of friends that are like, yeah, yeah I love it. But, you know, if somebody's looking at getting on the online space, how they how can they do that? Yeah. Um, so if people are wanting to reach out to me, they're more than welcome to email me, amymarble6 at gmail.com. So of course, they're more than welcome to email me that way. I'm on Facebook, Amy Marble. Um, I'm on Instagram, becoming clay, becoming, becoming underscore clay. Um, and, you know, like I said, if anybody has any questions, because now more than anything, I think people are uh, extremely interested in opening up opportunities to maybe develop an additional stream of income and doing it with the flexibility, especially if you can do it from anywhere in the world on your phone. And that's what I teach people to do. I mm -hmm. love that part of my job. Um, and I think now too, like you said, with this reset and everybody's starting to really hone in and see things for what they really are. Um, I think people are starting to become more a little, more a little, 
I would say more open to working for themselves. It's not as scary. It's mm-hmm. not as um, taboo. I think it's desired. And I honestly, I think after all of this COVID-19 is over, you're going to see a lot of people making career choice, you know, changes. And um, I've, I know personally, my, my team has expanded and grown just within this last month beyond measure. So yeah, if anybody's interested, you know, they can reach out to you, they can reach out to me, um, and we'd be more than happy to help them. So Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you being on the show today. It's always fun to chat and we'll have to do it again. Maybe we'll get a little bit more in depth on the oils and specific topics. So if you guys have anything you'd like to expand on in the conversation, just uh, make sure you shoot either one of us an email and we'll connect again and get that going. So thank you so much for being here. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I hope you got a ton of good information. And if you didn't take notes and you feel like you're missing something, you can always head on over to the show notes and I will make sure I put all of those links there so you can purchase essential oils. And of course, feel free to reach out to myself or Amy if you need some additional help. Amy is very generous with her time when it comes to helping people learn what they need and what will help them out in their own journey. So Um, Yeah, make sure you go check out those links in the show notes to find out more. And then, of course, next week I am launching the second episode in my 10-part series. Uh, Last week was my episode on alcoholism. And next week I dive into more of my drug addiction because for me, unfortunately, it wasn't just alcoholism that affected my life. So make sure next week you tune in to that episode And guys, until next time, make sure you stay safe out there. That wraps up another episode of the Road to Health podcast, where my goal is to empower and inspire you to build a firm belief in your own ability to change your life and start achieving your goals. I know from experience, it can be hard to make healthy lifestyle changes that actually stick. I work with people to help them define their goals and identify the roadblocks that stop them from achieving them. If you would like to take advantage of a free consultation call to figure out how you can reach your goals, visit my website at www.theroadtohealth.me and book today. When you're there, make sure you sign up for my five steps to achieving your goals. And until next time, be safe and healthy.